0: Welcome to Sermons from Zion Lutheran Church of Gwinnar, North Dakota. Zion Lutheran Church is committed to the message of Christ crucified for the forgiveness of sins, for the church and the world. The following sermon is from Rev. Dr. Matthew Richard. Holy Gospel according to St. Luke, the 16th chapter. Jesus said, And in Hades, being in torment, he lifted up his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he called out, Father Abraham, have mercy on me, and send Lazarus to dip the end of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am in anguish in this flame. But Abraham said, Child, remember that you in your lifetime received your good things And Lazarus, in like manner, bad things, but now he is comforted here, and you are in anguish. And besides all this, between us and you a great chasm has been fixed, in order that those who would pass from here to you may not be able, and none may cross from there to us. And he said, Then I beg you, Father, to send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers. This is the gospel of the Lord. To you, o Christ. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Well, he was an American playboy, the type of man who lived chiefly in the pursuit of pleasure. You know what I'm talking about? That type of man who dresses flashy, has that fancy car, the best of jewelry, that Rolex new technology, and thinks that he is God's gift to the entire world. This is the man that we are introduced to in our reading from the Gospel of Luke, the rich man. But we are also introduced to another man named Lazarus. This man, Lazarus, was quite the opposite. He was poor, he was hungry, he was cast aside. He was a beggar. We could classify Lazarus as a loser. No one comforted this poor beggar. No one gave him anything. He was forsaken having nothing. No covering, no house, no home, no money, and no friends. No one came to his aid. Only the dogs had mercy on him as they licked his sores. Indeed, Lazarus was a pathetic loser in the eyes of the world. He was nothing more than a filthy failure that took up space. Now, both of these men had nothing in common. They were from opposite sides of the tracks. They were a part of two completely different social status classes. They were cut from different cloth. They had nothing in common. Well, except one thing, they both died. My friends, it has been said before that death is the great equalizer in life. We all end up in the grave, the rich and the poor, the popular and the losers, all end up six feet under. Everyone goes to the same place. From dust we were formed, to dust we will return. But what about after death? What happened to the rich man and Lazarus after death? Well, after death, we heard from the gospel reading that there were only two options. Yes, two options. There was Hades, that is hell, and there was paradise. There were only two options, not one option, and not three or four options, but two. And so after death, there was a great change. The rich man he actually became poor and the poor Lazarus became rich that is right Lazarus was carried by holy angels into Abraham's bosom and the rich man was buried in hell in the devil's graveyard but why but why the change Well, many modern-day social justice warriors would say it like this. They would say that the rich man went to hell because he was rich. The mantra goes like this. Oh, those rich capitalists are evil, and those poor blue-collar workers, well, they are righteous. However, is this really the point of our gospel reading from this morning? Is it a sin to dress nicely, and is it a sin to live well? Do rich people automatically go to hell and do poor and do poor people do poor people automatically go to heaven? No, this is not the case, my friends. Fine clothing and good living do not condemn a person to hell, and an empty wallet is not a ticket to heaven. There will be plenty of rich people in heaven and there will be plenty of poor people in hell and vice versa. So then, what is the point of our gospel reading this morning? Dear friends, it is simply like this. Fine clothing and good living would not have condemned the rich man to hell had he not looked for pleasure and desire in them, forgetting God and letting poor Lazarus die of hunger. You see, the Old Testament book of Ecclesiastes we hear from Solomon, he tells us, Solomon tells us to go and to eat our bread in joy and to drink our wine with a merry heart. For God has already approved of what we do. Solomon goes on to tell us to enjoy our spouse as we live this life. As so we're to consider all that we have before us as gift. The food that we have the property that we own, the family that we have, the health that we possess are all gifts of God given to us. And Here's the catch. We're not worthy of any of it. And so we acknowledge that absolutely everything that we have in this life, everything that we have, we have received as a gift of God. No matter how big or how small It is all a sheer gift of God's graciousness to us. So my friends, we enjoy the things of life that God has given to us, knowing that the Lord has indeed blessed us so richly. However, things go wrong quickly when our eating turns to gluttony, when our drinking turns to drunkenness. Everything is actually twisted and perverted when our clothing that is meant to clothe us and protect us from the elements of life when our clothing turns to vain glory everything is perverted and twisted when our love turns away from our neighbor to the benjamin yes that is money see there's a big difference between enjoying the gifts that god has given us enjoying those gifts that god has given to us And then on the opposite end, collapsing inward into the darkness of our sin, living a pig's life. You see, that is the problem with the rich man that we hear from our gospel reading this morning. It wasn't his clothing, it wasn't his money, and it wasn't his food, but rather this rich man, he made an idol out of these things. He made an idol out of his belly and his desires, The rich man was so fixated on himself and serving his desires every single day that as a consequence, he became ungracious and unmerciful because he actually caved inward on himself. The rich man, he he reclined. Yes, he reclined. He reclined each day, submerging himself and feasting on drunkenness and food like a fattened hog. And as a result became blind and deaf to God and to poor Lazarus right there in his midst. He was blind to everything around him except the delight of his eyes. He was deaf to the cries of Lazarus. He was so deaf to the cries of Lazarus but not to the grumbles of his own belly. And the same was true for his family, his brothers, They had Moses and the prophets, but they did not listen to them as well. You see, now we're beginning to see the point of this story from Jesus. Jesus is giving us a lesson about the third commandment. He is showing us that the rich man was blind and deaf to everything around him except himself. What Jesus is saying in this story is that the rich man, he actually despised God's word because he did not hold it sacred. In other words, the rich man did not love God. He did not recognize God as the source of his wealth. He did not recognize the needs of his neighbor. He thought only of his own pleasures and as a result, he neglected God's word and he neglected his neighbor. He did not gladly hear and learn the word because his whole life was spent looking elsewhere to his clothing, his feasting, his carnal desires. He was quite literally caved in on himself, collapsing in on his own sin into the darkness of his own heart. You see, dear friends, you may or may not have the blessings of luxury in your life. Your wallets, they may be full, or your wallets they may be empty whatever your circumstances may be whether big or small luxurious or humble if you are pursuing your dreams to the point that you have neglected and turned a deaf ear to god's word frankly stated you are committing spiritual suicide and what is worse is that calling yourself a Christian in doing this, you are not only encouraging those around you, but you are leading a life of deception for yourself, a destructive path right to hell. Now, are these words strong? Are these strong words? You bet they are. They are indeed very strong words. They are strong because you need to hear them. Yes, they are strong because you need to hear them because the Lord does not want you to end up in that place of torment with that rich man. But rather the Lord, he wants you to be with Lazarus in paradise to be with him. So dear friends, open your ears this morning. Turn away from yourselves. Listen to the word. Do not despise the word. Do not neglect it at the expense of serving the God of your gut. The word is sacred. It is powerful. It is active to give you full salvation and forgiveness. You see, we have so often failed to hold to this sacred word. We have failed to trust God who speaks in his word. We have turned a blind eye and a deaf ear to the Word of God way too many times in our lives, which is often evident in how we neglect the needs of others. Lord, have mercy on you. Christ, have mercy on me. Lord, have mercy on all of us. The Lord, however, has compassion on you and me he did not ignore you and me as we lay helplessly before him trapped in our sins covered with the sores of our uncleanliness no he stooped down the wonderful gospel message is that he stooped down to us by sending his son into our flesh Jesus then experienced the pain and the poverty and the hunger for us Jesus was despised he was rejected by men as if he was the most repulsive outcast of all You see, Jesus, he experienced our sin as he let the full weight of our guilt pile upon him on Mount Calvary, on that cross. All the idols that clutter our sinful hearts, all the idols that we chase after, all of the idols, yes, that distract us from the word, all of the idols that we choose over our neighbor, well, all of those idols were counted against Jesus as he suffered and bled and died and died in torment on that cross for all of our idolatry. Yes, Jesus felt the full torment of Hades upon himself as he hung on that tree for you and for me. And get this, though. Jesus did not remain forever in torment. But we know the blessed hope that he rose from the dead. He rose from death for you and for me. And today, as the resurrected Lord... He speaks to you in his word. He gives you this vivid story from the gospel of Luke, this vivid story the rich man and Lazarus to actually open our ears, to give us eyes to see, to turn you and me away from ourselves. And as you are given eyes to see and ears to hear, you are given faith. Faith that receives the Lord's forgiveness and his life and his salvation. Yes, you are given faith that hears that the angels will someday carry you not to Hades, but to paradise where God himself will seat you with Lazarus at that great feast of eternal joy. You are given faith that grants you assurance you are given ears and eyes to hear you are given faith that is mighty and busy and active and living this living faith you are given faith that does not ask whether there are good works to do but before questions arise this faith has already done them and is always doing them yes dear baptized saints open your ears to hear this day Look away from yourselves. Jesus has died for all of your sins and the sins of your neighbor. He has been raised from the dead for you and for me and for our neighbors. Jesus has died for all of your sins and the sins of your neighbor. He lives today. Therefore, he is your hope. He is the hope of your neighbor. He is your satisfaction. He is your worth. He is your pleasure. You are clothed in his righteousness You have everything you need in Christ, in this life, and in death, and in the life to come. So today, turn away from yourselves and receive the body and blood of the Lord Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of all of your sins, and for the strengthening of your faith towards God, and for the strengthening of your love towards your neighbor. Neighbors like Lazarus, who are right in your midst. In the name of Jesus, amen. Thank you for listening to today's podcast sermon. You can access a full manuscript of today's sermon from Pastor Matthew Richards' blog at www.pastormatrichard.org, or visit Zion Lutheran Church's website at www.zionglinner.org. The Lord bless and keep you.